Hello, and welcome to For Book's Sake. I'm Heather Roberts. And I am Veronica Adams, and we are 1852 Media. We are, and we are going to be talking about more book talk drama. Oh my goodness. I know. Well, one, it happens. For those who've been in the industry for a moment, book talk drama is a... Not just book talk drama, but romance landia drama. I was gonna is, say the facey the, yeah. the, the facey space has been pretty angry about the stuff we're gonna talk about too. So absolutely. It is a it is a recurring theme that constantly produces content for us. <laughs> so truly. I assume they're talking about it on the gram and X slash the platform formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> is it like Prince now? <laughs> artist well, that's how i'm is. treating it the platform formerly known as twitter my my husband's a gamer guy so he's like into twitter yeah or x in or x yeah like that's that's where all of his content creators are so that's how i refer to it now just to you know <laughs> yeah uh, get under his make sure to not yeah. forget what happened to it when it that's was correct. acquired by its current owner yes but yes. But yes, I mean, it is, there's plenty to talk about. And this week, we wanted to talk about uh, using celebrity likeness as fodder for yeah. your romance yeah. novel. And, and and what's sad is that we don't just have one example to talk about this week. <laughs> I know. But there's more than one. Oh, my God. So one, though, <gasps> in, I will argue because, you know, oh. lawyer here. One is arguably more forgivable than the other, but is it more forg- it, it potentially has more mitigating factors. Maybe that's the way to say <laughs> that it. It depends on your perspective because yeah. I, I, I agree. We, I think yeah. we have one example of an author who is having fun and inspired and attempting to make money quickly on a trend yes. and another author who perhaps did something insensitive. Correct. That that is actually hurtful, not just yeah. That's my issue with that. Not just greedy. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we should we should just get into it, right? Like yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so let's talk about these two issues. So the first one, which is probably the bigger one that more people have heard about, is Ivy Smoke wrote a book in three days. I she put that on Twitter. Her by the way, holy crap! I have a feeling it was not. Per the reviews, a literary masterpiece. So. Yeah, yeah. The reviews indicated that perhaps it was not her best work ever. <laughs> yes. In three days, uh, titled Roughing the Princess. And the book was essentially fan fiction of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship. But just to back up, Romance Landia exists in its current form because of fan fiction. So I want to start out by saying that I love a fan fiction. I love a fan fiction too. And, and not just perhaps the most popular one ever, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Um, but, like, the ability f- for people to resonate with a certain pop culture bubble and to be creative within it. Yes. No, no shade there whatsoever about the fan fiction element. However, sure. However, if this remained as fan fiction... And was posted for free on the internet or something mm-hmm. to that effect. Right. We wouldn't have the same issues that we have. Right. Uh, the issues, well, there's a variety of them. One, <laughs> the, it was 
it was very close to Travis and Kelsey. So the main characters were named like Tova and I don't even remember the guy's name, but it was their initials were exact were the same. It was TS and TK. Yeah. And the other guy, the guy's name was something that started with a T. He had a brother. They had a podcast. They he was hating life. Yeah, like literally, it was like beat for beat. Okay. You can take inspiration, right? We all take inspiration from the world around us. Right. But this is a beat for beat situation. And apparently the dialogue, I did not read this title before it was taken down off of the internet, uh, but I listened to a variety of people who did and who I, you know, did the work. Right. And they stated that there were quotes from the podcast. There were almost word for word, direct quotes from the actual podcast. Yeah. Ivy, Ivy, Ivy. No hate to Ivy. I've, no, I mean, I, I, I'm I mean, dislike for her. I'm like my lawyer brain is running a yes. million miles an hour right now. Like thinking about, oh, oh my, oh my goodness. I just don't want people to be like, oh, you're bullying Ivy. No, we are. No. We're pointing out where we are concerned for her. Okay. Yes. yes. She's she's and, been writing since 2015. Yeah. She has a very large platform. She's written yes. a lot of books. She is a industry professional in, yes. in this industry. She's, she is a trusted speaker on marketing issues. Yes. Um, she's very well known in the romance author conference circuit for talking about her ad strategies and other ways yes. that she leverages her marketing. She, she is not unknowledgeable. As, she holds herself out as a professional. Yes. As an expert on certain things. And so when when an expert makes a misstep like this, yeah. it is it is very important to discuss because right. if an expert to this level can be blinded in such a way to make such an error, people mm-hmm. with, with lesser knowledge can fall into similar traps. So this is why right. we're talking about this. Right. Ivy, this is less about hating on Ivy and more about ensuring other authors don't do the same thing. Yeah. Don't cross a line. So arguably, and I'm not the one to argue this, but there, there were lines that were crossed in, within the content of the, of the book itself. Definitely. And, you know, some people were very upset uh, that it was, you know, almost sexualizing them, right? Like sort of a, a form of sexual harassment in sure. like, yeah. And you're profiting off of it because yes. it, it was listed when I saw it and I could be wrong. Someone can correct me and post it in the comments if I'm wrong. But when I saw it, it was free to read on Kindle Unlimited or $7.99 to buy the ebook. And um, if I'm incorrect, uh, please let me know. But that was my recollection of when I looked at it on the Amazon. I'm not, so, I'm not saying that an ebook doesn't deserve to be $7.99, but maybe an ebook written in three days doesn't mm-hmm. deserve to be $7.99. Which, which goes back to the fact that this was purely a cash grab. This yeah. was, this yeah. was meant to capitalize on two real human beings relationship that is trending yeah. right now in the public eye. Yeah, and I can't help but I think 
the cover itself speaks to every point you've made, right? Like we haven't even talked about that, but going back to a previous episode where we talked about your cover being the way you communicate what's inside the book. Actually, I think that's technically a future episode, but yes. It's an episode we recorded, okay? Listen, I'm Veronica from the future in that episode, okay? We've talked about it. Whether or not anybody else has heard it... Right. ...is irrelevant. But sorry, continue. So, a future episode that we've already recorded about covers and marketing. On the cover of this book is a woman who is wearing a red football jersey with the number 69 on it. Yeah. And she's holding a microphone. She's facing away from the camera. She's got long blonde hair, very shapely body. And it it's just very much that Taylor Swift in illustrated form mm-hmm. archetype. Like that's who she wanted you to think of. And I'm 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 a 12-year-old boy inside. I giggle when I see the number 69, but also yeah. like, really? And like, well, yeah. Yeah. There was a level of this that is just icky. It was gross. It was icky. And it's that it's that sexualization of real people who yeah. are not consenting to be sexualized. Did we way. learn nothing from the hockey book talk drama? I mean No. No, we did not. You know that. I know. I know. You know that. I know. We don't learn things in this, this community. This is a completely unregulated business. Yeah. Everybody gets to make up their own rules within the limits of the terms of service provided by platforms and basic intellectual property law. Yep. And I mean, this is what happens. Yeah. And the frustrating thing and why people, a lot of authors are upset is because every single time, and I said this the last time that we had a big thing happen, well, especially when you use a celebrity, right? Like when you talk, every time a celebrity's name is pulled into our industry, mainstream platforms get a hold of the story. And then it's all about how romance readers are these deranged, unhinged, over-sexualized, idiotic women. Yep. Yeah. Why can't you guys just behave like men who consume video pornography in the privacy of their own homes and cars and offices and wherever else they do it? And not embarrass yourselves this way right like this is always what it comes back to Uh always what it comes back to and i absolutely understand so it makes romance authors who treat this like a profession it makes makes them i mean i'm not an author obviously but i am an industry professional it it reflects on all of us it reflects on all of us right like it makes people treat us less seriously Mm -hmm. when we are out in the world attempting to market ourselves as serious people right so it is it is always another blight uh upon the romance community which is why it's important to think about what you're doing before you do it is this going to affect the whole romance community as a whole in a negative light Mm -hmm. just so i can put a few extra dollars in my pocket and concerningly so those few extra dollars could legally (laughs) she could be putting herself in legal hot water here oh i'm sorry if i'm taylor swift yeah or travis kelsey i i have a machine already set up to stamp out stuff like this yeah and 
I have the 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 means, the access, and I, like there there is no limitation on her ability to come after people who do stuff like this for using her likeness for profit without and I have, a license of compensation. I have to wonder if that came down. Excuse the pun swiftly, <laughs> because. Ivy has scrubbed the internet of this book mm-hmm. and has made no public statement about it. But screenshots last forever. Absolutely. But if a cease and desist was written and delivered. I wouldn't be surprised. It would be much more likely that things were scrubbed and cleaned and no statement was made mm-hmm. because of potential ongoing legal matters. Yes. Yes. As an attorney, I would be recommending my client to not say one goddamn motherfucking word. Keep your mouth shut and get it all down as fast as you can. Immediately. And run numbers and put that shit in escrow immediately. Yep. Yep. Period. Every last every Every last dime. dime. Every last dime. Set it aside. Put it in and put it in a separate account. Don't touch it. Don't use it for anything. Don't commingle it. Nothing. Yep. Yep. Take it out ASAP. So that's why people are saying, oh, well, she hasn't apologized. No, if this is because it's, it it is potentially a legal matter. Mm -hmm. That is my thoughts on, on where we're at here. Listen, so many of our authors already use Google alerts and other ways to track mentions of themselves and their work online just to combat piracy. Every time your book pops up on a pirated website, you can get notifications from various places yeah. about it so that you can send takedown notices and other things that you might need to do to try and get those things scrubbed or at least make them harder to find for people who would continue pirating your work. You cannot tell me that celebrities with the kind of reach and resources that someone like Taylor Swift has yeah. Don't also have entire teams dedicated to doing the same thing. A hundred percent. So yes, these are things you do not want to do. Yep. And listen, there are already football romances with celebrity heroines. Yep. That you can go and find yes. and live out your fantasies. They exist. They exist already. Are they a fan fictionized account of specifically Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? No. And that's the point. But they will feed that feeling that you are wishing for. So go give those authors some love. These books already exist. Go type it in the the Google machine and find them. Um, So, well, so moving on to the next, the next problem. Next problem. So oh this my. one's the the reason I said in the beginning. Arguably, I think I maybe I'll I'll edit my statement. It's not that this is less worse. It's <laughs> it's not that. It's the knowledge portion. Okay. Yeah. The no- the knowledge of this particular author. We're talking about individuals coming from completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Whereas Ivy Smoke has been publishing for eight or nine years now, has built an empire, holds herself out as an advertising expert, and is making money hand over fist in this business. Yes. This other author has 
significantly lower brand recognition has been primarily writing serialized fiction on Wattpad for a while. And I don't believe has any published books at all independently or traditionally published books anywhere, but for the book we're about to talk about, which I think was going to be their first foray into publishing uh, one full length book rather than going the serialized route. Right. There was there was a Kindle Vela foray that is currently yes. not even available yes, for for reading. So right. that happened. That's just more serialized that. fiction, though. Yes, correct. Right. So the author in question is A.J. Arnault. And she wrote a book or is writing. Um, has written. Has written in progress, not currently published. Okay. It is available on NetGalley, though. On NetGalley for review. Um, It's called Her Royal Highness. And the book is about uh, a prince called Archie who falls in love with a U.S. commoner. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a prince falling in love with a U.S. commoner is not an unknown trope to this world. Okay, that is a, we are here for it. It happens frequently. Girl, that predates us. That's how yeah. Elizabeth II got to be queen. You know, like her right. father was never supposed to be king. It was supposed to be her uncle. He fell in love with that divorced American woman and right. the whole thing. Whole thing. So AJ apparently first shared the story on Wattpad. Wattpad. I always have blah, 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 trying to say those words. Um, before deciding to release it, <laughs> it, it was supposed to release on, on Amazon in December of this year. Right. I don't know if that's been paused or or what's been going on. Um, The problem is that the cover image is essentially, it's a vectorized cover. Mm -hmm. So we're talking illustrations. And the problem is that it essentially depicts Meghan Markle and Harry, Prince Harry, um, from one of their iconic, uh, you know, outfits. And it is pretty clearly prince harry i mean you can't look at that photo and that be like illustration could not be anyone else right that that is I, you could show me just him out of context and yeah. i'd be like oh no, what a great prince harry vector yeah what a great prince harry vector it's like they took a photo of him and uh-huh. traced it and then we're like oh it's mine now yeah so it yeah and then the problem the big 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 problem okay this, so that's the problem yeah. This is where the bigger problem comes in is that the Megan character is yes. depicted as a white woman. Yes. She is blonde. She is fair skinned. She's wearing a dress that Megan famously wore to some gala a few years ago. So it's it it's it it calls back to a time when Megan was seen in public with Harry in this attire. Yeah. So it represents her at least insofar as it's the same damn dress. But this woman is absolutely not a person I mean, of color. For those who are on the tube of you, I will turn this around and there show the camera. There is the cover. We have clearly, clearly Prince Harry. Could not be anyone Could else. Could not be anyone else. And then a white Meghan Markle. Yep. In that red dress. It's it's the red dress. Um, I don't know if you've seen yeah. that image, but let me see if I can't find it um it was right below the other thing but apparently so now we we have the issue of like 
essentially everything we've already discussed with Ivy's book and why that was a poor decision. Here's the, just for the two of you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For comparison sake, there's for comparison Megan in the tape. dress that was, yes. yeah. Yeah. And Megan is. Gorgeous. Yeah. So, Love continue. Them. Sorry. No, I was just saying that we now have basically everything we've already discussed in terms of Ivy's book. Like Travis and yes. Kelsey. Or Travis and Kelsey. Travis and Taylor. Kelsey is a really weird surname. <laughs> Or maybe it's a really weird first name. Or first name, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. But we have all those issues. Travis and Taylor. Okay, all of those issues we have here with Harry, at least, right? Because the woman is fictional, okay? We're supposed to think that she is just like Megan, perhaps, but different. Yes. Obviously. But we've clearly... Likely a pick me, but you know, still... Clearly Harry's likeness, though. So all of the same celebrity issues and why you don't do something like this. But then we also have the issue of... The race issue. The the fact that you have now whitewashed Meghan Markle. Right. That's what you've done. And this author, um, by some posts that she has has on social media, uh, evidently believes in Black Lives Matter, um, believes in progressive issues by her own She's words. An ally and perhaps should have thought better about this. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's, you know, right. you can say those things, but are you need to perform. You need to, your actions need to follow yeah. the things in which you are saying, because otherwise it's just lip service. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's not, no one appreciates that. Now, uh, certainly we would not make the argument here that what she should have done was put a woman of color on the cover with dark hair and darker skin or, you know, to to make it just obviously Harry and Meghan, right? Right, not the argument. Still the same problem. Still the same problem. Yes. But also. Don't use real people, people. Don't use real people. Use yeah, there, there's a reason that your your title pages should always include that disclaimer about the resemblance to any living people or yes. to anyone living or otherwise is, you know. And the biggest thing is it needs to be true. <laughs> it needs to be yeah, true. Or at least plausibly deniable. You need to Correct. change enough stuff that it's harder to make that nexus because... There, there will be lawyers out there willing to make that argument in court if someone gets upset enough about it. Yes. And that goes for literally anybody in your life. If it's noticeable enough mm-hmm. and causes potential harm to their reputation, mm-hmm. you could be in legal water, legal hot water. Mm-hmm. But here specifically, when we're discussing celebrities and public figures, it's a hard pass. It's, it's a super hard pass because you don't yeah. know anything really about them except what's put out in the public light. And then everything yeah. else that you're writing is now a fantasized and sexualized version that it's, it's at least it's, in romance. It's yeah. icky. It's icky. Okay. It it's, is. it's icky. It so is. I just, I just want to say AJ has released a public statement and I just want to read it so that we're, you know, putting all yeah, pieces absolutely. here. Absolutely. AJ has stated, as someone who has never indie published before, I made the decision to release Her Royal Highness on NetGalley to garner such feedback. 
It became, it became clear to me, however, that there were some themes and elements to the story that were problematic, to say the least, and I immediately began work to correct those issues, including scheduling another round of edits. As I received more negative criticism and realized that I had caused harm to those in all communities, but especially the Black community, I was deeply saddened, embarrassed, and ashamed. So. AJ gets it. AJ at least understands that there was a huge misstep here. Yeah. Also, this book has not been released. And so arguably, Correct. AJ has made no money on it yet. She has put oh, it out there. On, yeah. She's not made any money that I'm aware on, of yet. Uh, NetGalley for the pre-release feedback, early reviews, et cetera, et cetera. So it has been consumed by people who read and review for that purpose. But beyond that, I don't think she's profited from it. In fact, she's probably lost money at this point yeah. with her costs of editing and the cover design and net gallery. 100%. So. Yeah, that's why this is also a very different situation than the Absolutely. Ivy Smoke situation where she Absolutely. was at number 10 in the store, in the Amazon I heard, store. I heard seven. It could have gone up higher. I heard yeah. it was in the top 10. Yeah. Um, so that is a very different situation here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, and also we have a newbie author who made a massive boo-boo, mm-hmm. but also one now that has potentially harmed communities. Yes. Which, so that's the difference. Accountability. Not that Ivy couldn't take accountability. Ivy probably, like we've already discussed, is being quiet for a very strategic reason. Yes. Hopefully, when it is... Legally appropriate. Permissible or at least strategically appropriate for her to do so, she will address it. But for right now, because she, I'm sure, made some good money off of the drop... The, the launch well friends the, just if you don't know if you are or whatever if you are in the top 10 on amazon you're you're making a lot of money every single yes. day we're talking yeah. you know five figures depending yeah. upon where you're at what else is releasing you're you're doing good sure. <laughs> you're doing great yeah. Well, and there will be a bump across your backlist <clears throat> and ivy's is significant so yes. i'm sure that her earnings in kdp were probably Pretty good while the book was live. Yeah. Which was how long? I don't even know, but. Day or two? Yeah, it was a couple days. But whereas this book has not yet been released, it was only put up for review purposes only. Mm -hmm. And had she not had the cover that she had, it probably no one would have noticed. Yeah. Because the trope is such. I haven't, I haven't obviously read the book. There's apparent he's apparently King Archie, which sure that coupled with everything else is bad. But if it was just right, if it was just King Arthur, as I guess his name, but then they call him King, they call him Archie. Okay, if it was just that King Arthur, I know if it was just that in a vacuum without without the cover, yeah, we I don't think any people would be like okay. You know, yeah. maybe you're trying to, you know, make us think about yeah. that. Yeah. Generic illustration where the guy does not look like Harry. Right. But the yeah. problem is coupling it with the likeness of Harry yes. and then whitewashing Meghan Mark. Evoking evoking this couple who exists Specific, in their life. Yes. And then changing the race of the minority member of that couple. Right. And then attempting to profit. Well, 
potentially profit upon it. Well, in they the plan future. to ultimately plan profit to on ultimately it. profit yeah. on it. Yeah, I mean that's the whole thing. So for those that don't know, you can't profit off of somebody else's likeness. <laughs> you just you can't do that. Uh, you need not to, without their consent and without, license correct. to do so. You can get a contract, absolutely. Yeah, but you have to secure that contract, and everybody has to be in agreement about the limits of your ability to profit, how much you can profit, whether or not you're going to pay now for the opportunity or share your profits in the future, in the future. how it works. Yeah. It's it's complicated. And there's many deals that you can make. And there's also a lot of gray there can be gray area in, you know, that sort of trademark and likeness, but you have to it has to actually be gray in order for there to be gray area. But the thing is, if you are worried at all, don't do it. If you're concerned at all, if you think that it's just don't do it. Yeah. But that's sort of my thing. Like if she would have just written the book and not had that cover, it's very likely that that would be more of a gray area thing. That's more of a plausible deniability. I just picked a name, you know, whatever. It makes people feel, but you you don't really know. Unless there's more to the book that I – I just don't know because well, the the whole prince and U.S. commoner thing is like, you know, the trope that has been done 700,000 million times and we're all here for it. That's because we'd all like to be taken to of course. a castle somewhere and given the opportunity to wear the crown jewels and be, no, we would not all like that. I mean, honestly, that sounds terrible to me, but that's, <laughs> that's just me. That's just me. There would be no pink hair, Heather. I know. There's too many rules for that for me. I I, I enjoy reading about it, but it's just, it's too many rules. <laughs> I'm all right. Stifling. Very stifling. Yes. Yeah. But. Wow. Now, this, this is, this has been yet another case of authors behaving badly. And I just. <sighs> when will we learn? We won't. I know. Someone else. Someone else will do this again. Hundred percent. Absolutely. And we will reckon back to this episode <laughs> and talk about it then too. For sure. For sure. But. So I guess the moral of the story is: if you are inspired by real life events, make sure you change them significantly enough to not put your neck on the line when it comes to using things that other people own, yes. like their own likeness. Yes, that's the biggest thing. It's and the, the, ex- the, the specific details from their life, like quotes from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? So like, oh my God. I wonder, I didn't do any IP law ever when I was still practicing. I wonder if that opens up the door for the podcast and that brand and like... Podcast is apparently trademarked to, to get in on all of that, like to pursue claims for. Well, and and apparently the brother of the Travis character was yes. portrayed. Who would be Jason in real life? Right? Yes, was apparently portrayed terribly, like an awful human being. Well, that's just not true. Well, that's that's the other problem, right? Mm-hmm. So now. This is the problem when you're writing about real people, but fictionalizing them. Right. And right. now you're casting him in a negative light. Mm-hmm. So if anybody were to read this book and suddenly change or get a different opinion of him and he gets a loss in, I don't know, right. 
right? Revenue because For now people reason. have a changed view of him. Yeah. 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 That's... Based on the fact that you've you've written something that's so close to real life that mm-hmm. people assume that it's actually based on a true story and that yeah. all of the details about all of the characters are true. Exactly. Um, and the podcast is apparently trademarked. So yes, there's there's so many issues. So many issues. Stick to fiction, folks. Write fiction. Make Stick shit up fiction. in your head. Make shit up. <laughs> so well, on, on to a lighter note, yes. let's talk about something I came across on Reddit. I came across a thread. That's a dangerous place to be. I know. But, you know, people have talked about girl math and boy math, and we've had a little bit of fun with that. People have, you know, gone back and forth. But there is now something called romance math. And As there this, should be. This is probably the funniest thing I've I've seen coming out of this math. Okay. You know, let's let's hear it. So romance math is England having 10,000 dukes. <laughs> romance. Okay, but they, they would have to in order to keep up with the historical yeah. romances about them, right? Like yeah. <laughs> and there just aren't enough people in England for there to be that many dukes. That's funny. right. I love it. Romance math is there's only one hotel in town and they only have one room to spare, which just became available. (laughs) And one bed. Every single time. Every Every time. Every single time. Um, What is going on in these towns that the hotels are always full? They're always full in these little small towns. That one room that has a single bed in it. Yes. Romance math is the 100% probability of your billionaire CEO boss asking you, the quirky secretary they put, but I don't like that word, administrative assistant, to fake a relationship to get an inheritance. (laughs) Okay, but that one's legit, though, because if you're already a billionaire CEO, why do you really need the inheritance? Well, right. Uh, Let's see. that That one is legit romance math. Romance math is the 500-year-old hot fae dude having anything in common and finding an intellectual equal in a sheltered 20-year-old virgin. <laughs> I mean, a, central, a central question I've always had about the plot of Twilight, if I'm honest. He's like 500 years old and he's like... She's like an infant to him. Really? Like she's she she has experienced nothing in life and he has so much knowledge and wisdom and yet he is uncontrollably attracted to her. Yeah. She's uh, the one. She's the faded mate. Yes. Oh gosh. Uh romance math is that every alien species doesn't have enough women, but it's okay so long as there are human women. <laughs> Romance. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. And they always have very, they, they always have extra body parts. Well, that, Not in a bad way. Alien dick equals regular dick plus several extra inches plus cool features like ridges or vibrations. There it is. Every <laughs> it single is. time. Every time. See, look, that is romance. Every Matt. single time. Like, I, uh, I really feel, can, can I just, yeah. Okay. <sighs> People who manufacture sex toys for a living should read sci-fi romance. They really should. There needs to be some sort of like business. 
you know what relationship they should, there. You know it would be extraordinarily profitable is to find a very well selling sci-fi romance series. I yeah. have some in mind. Partner with a sex toy company and make the thing. Yeah. Make yeah. make remake the likeness in a yes. royalty licensed agreement. Yes. Yes. And marry those two. With with the scales or the ridges or all the different features. Mm-hmm. For all sorts of different play. Yes. Yeah, I uh if you are a uh sex toy creator, uh I have suggestions and yeah. contacts. And also <laughs> let me open the door and expand the universe. It doesn't just necessarily have to be aliens, like sci-fi yeah. aliens. It could be like fantasy monsters, paranormal monsters. Yeah. They are big right now, and a lot of them uh from the reading I've done <clears throat> seem to also be very creatively endowed. Evolved and endowed, yes. Yes. Fascinating stuff. Let's see. Are there any more? Okay. Romance math is the MMC having a six pack while working 60 plus hours at the office and also putting in zero hours of exercise while the story happens. (laughs) I mean, it's true. He looks like he goes to the gym, but he never has time to go to the gym. Yes. What's he doing all day at the office? Is he picking things up and putting them down? Potentially. Dun, dun, dun. And do, do, do. I'm looking to see if there are any other really good ones here. <laughs> the ratio of women romance math is the ratio of women orgasms to men orgasms is a hundred to one. <laughs> we're mean, making up for we're making up for all of the losses in yes. reality that we've experienced. Yeah. So it's is real, y'all. So it says you seem to imply the hundred to one ratio is a problem. <laughs> just because we can doesn't mean we shouldn't. Let me just let me just say that and we'll leave it there. Yeah. Romance math is throwing up always means an unexpected pregnancy. <laughs> it does though, doesn't it? It does. I just read one of those. And I was like, the second, the second I found out that they had sex without a condom, I was like, she's pregnant. She's pregnant. And then, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I'm not feeling well. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. I was nauseous, but I never actually threw up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Very, very fortunate that way. Um. A, a female main character's common sense is inversely proportional to the amount of danger she's in. <laughs> oh, so we're talking about the ones who are too stupid to live. Oh, there are a lot of them. And she says this is also known as the TSTL theorem. Which, which is the <laughs> acronym stupid for to too live. stupid to live. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someone goes advanced romance calculus right here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but why do y'all need to write? Oh, it drives me bananas. Heroines who just are not in their. We're not performing at their intellectual peak during the story. Like, that was also in this surprise pregnancy book that I, I read. And I find actually, that a bit sexist, honestly. I actually really love this author, but I did not enjoy this duet. So I will not say what it was. Right, 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 right. Do not recommend. Yeah, but. 
Yeah, she was just way too stupid to live. She did not become a cognizant human being until halfway through the second book. And Is it even- because she was only 20 years old being pursued by a 500-year-old fae? No, no, she was 22. There, I, I can't say too much or else it might right, right, indicate right. which exactly. title it yes, is. Yes, yes. And I don't Understood. want to do that. Now, let's be honest. Did I read the whole thing? Yeah, I read the whole fucking thing. So it's not like it was terrible. It's just it was not my cup of tea. If you like the too stupid to live, you know, trope, message me and I will give you exactly what you want and send you to this particular title. Uh, the Got writing it. was good. It was the story that oh, just it's not my. It day happens. Day. It happened. But I needed to know what happened, which is why I finished it. I mean, I knew it was going to happen. Whatever, you know. Listen, you know. It, something has to be absolutely garbage for me not to finish it. Just because I'm not connecting with it and don't like it doesn't mean that I don't want to find out how it ends. Yeah. Romance math is that every Victorian industrialist has a heart of gold, pays a living wage and fair prices, provides health care and safe working conditions. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Some historical inaccuracies there. (laughs) Romance math is that cheating is unacceptable, but anything else goes. Murder? Yeah, okay. Cheating? Absolutely not. (laughs) So deep down, we're all morally gray, right? Like, I mean, the monogamy is just the thing that we cannot let go of. Yeah, they're not wrong. We are, we will. Unless it's a reverse harem. Right. Well, then it's accepted. That's, that's what's expected. Or, you know, a book that, like a BDS that has three songs. non-monogamy that centers a woman's pleasure. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Let's see. Romance math is every hockey team winning the Stanley Cup. But they do. They do. There have been more Stanley Cup winners in romance than, than there have been Stanley Cups to win in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Romance math, big family edition. There are seven brothers. They're all hot, packing, rich, and none of them are gay or queer. Yeah. That's. Oh, my God. Yeah. In real life, that would never no. happen. No. <laughs> in real life, that would never happen. <clears throat> hmm I can think of real life brother duos and trios where at least one, if not two of them, have no personality. I mean, come on now. Yeah. We are not. They are not all made equally. Right. Oh my gosh. There's there's a lot of these. So if you would like to enjoy some of these romance, romance math, math, head over to Reddit and go into the romance books thread. There's a lot. And what's also fun about this thread and why it's been taking me a minute to sift through is that people are providing recommendations underneath a lot of these. Love it. So that you can, if that is your jam, if that's your romance math, there's there's book recommendations. So love it. I love it. There's there's so many good ones here. And uh people are just making jokes. And I appreciate that. So that sounds like a really good wholesome time, which is so unusual for Reddit. Right, isn't it? <laughs> so I appreciate a good romance laugh, especially when we need it apparently weekly <laughs> because of all seems, seems like it. Oh, it's always something. It's always something. <sighs> Well, Veronica, do you have a marketing tip for our friends today? I do. So I think to kind of get us back on a a positive track and end on a positive note, 
I want to encourage everyone to mobilize their super fans, right? So depending on what stage of your career you're in, you may have one of those, you may have 10 of them, you may have a thousand. Collect those people and to the extent that they want to volunteer to engage with your brand, create a street team of people who post for you on social media and sing your praises build an arc team of people who can review your books early or beta read for you and give you feedback before you finish your manuscript and are ready to publish it. Put together a reader group and it doesn't have to be Facebook reader group. You can put reader groups on all sorts of platforms. Um, Just a place where you're building community around your books with people who genuinely love them and enjoy your work. So yeah, that is the, Evergreen marketing tip of the day. Mobilize your super fans. Get the people who love your work to help you do the work of spreading the news about your stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And you don't need to be overly, you know, pushy about it either. I've seen Mm -hmm. some who've made that mistake. But no, just put it out there and be like, if you could share this on my behalf or talk about this, that would be amazing. And just give them the information. Make it easy Mm -hmm. for them to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Let everybody opt in. Just, you know. Yeah. One localized place, invite invite the people to join it, however you're going to administer it, run it. And when you want something shared, give it to them a day or two Drop in advance it. and say, yeah. hey, would love if you could do this. If you, you can run your ARC team that way too. I'm going to have 50 ARCs for this release. So click on over and grab one now if you can review it by release day. Yep. You know. That'd be awesome. Opt in rather than obligation. Absolutely. Yeah. Great tip, Veronica. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. It's a lot of good content today, but also kind of heavy and negative. So yeah, well, we wanted to end on a positive, fun, lighter. For note. sure. And for sure. You know, there's a lot of missteps that you can make in this community, and that's why we're talking about it because we want to ensure that those who might be confused about it understand the actual underlying problems yes. and can yes. avoid those missteps for themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time, when we will be talking about covers. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We'll be talking about covers next time. This has been For Book's Sake. (laughs) 